Welcome to my last solo podcast of the year. Solo, okay. Um, I'm hoping to have another guest for the what I do, but man, people keep no showing on me, man, and ah, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating, but that's okay. That's okay. That means what's that saying? You want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. That's where I'm at right now. So to the people that left me hanging, fuck y'all. And um, that's the best way I could put it. Fuck y'all. So um, let's do. Let's, let's, let me talk about something positive. Number one quarterback in the nation is coming here to play in Nebraska. Oh, I couldn't be any more hyped. That is just what the Huskers needed in this new world of college football. Um, I am very, very proud of uh, the job Matt Rule did to make him flip from Georgia. So props to Matt Rule. Like I said, I'm glad you're here. Um, Lord knows God Frost wouldn't have done this. So uh, props to Matt Rule, man. Ma- major props. Um, let's see. My Lakers are, oh my goodness, man. I've been on my man period for the past two and a half weeks because of the Lakers. Oh, I have not been. I have not been. Um, happy. The past two weeks. I have not been happy at all. So. If you see me out in the street, you see this look on my face. Don't blame me. Blame LeBron. But I have not been happy. Uh, with these Lakers. Ugh. That's a podcast within himself, so I'm not going to talk about them. But, um, I see that, um, I got a special request to talk about this tonight. And this is my last one, solo last one. I'm going to do this now. And, um, because my Tupac one did so well, I got requested that somebody wanted me to talk about easy e and that's what i'm gonna do um easy e is the pioneer of gangster rap i don't like saying gangster rap it's hardcore rap a lot of these people that rap aren't gangsters if we're talking about banging on wax that's gangster rap but i digress easy e is pretty much he is the godfather of west coast rap it's easy e even more than iced tea. Um, Easy E does not get his uh, doesn't get his uh, due when it comes to the history of hip hop. If you know anything about the history of hip hop, we all know it started in New York in 1973 with Cool Herc. If you know if you know anything about hip hop, I mean that that's that's hip hop's one on one. Everybody knows that, but Easy E. If it wasn't for Easy E, hip hop would not be where it is now. Um, now that I'm older, now that I'm um, I, I understand how hard it is to uh, to get rich, or even upper middle class for that matter. Um, I think. Uh, It makes me respect Easy E's grind more. If anything, if you know anything about me, if you really know me, you would know Dr. Dre. 
he's my favorite person in music. Like Dr. Dre is one of my favorite celebrities in the world. He could probably shit in my food and I would say it tastes like the greatest fried chicken I ever tasted in my life. That's how much I love Dr. Dre. He brought me Eminem. He brought me The Game. He brought me Kendrick Lamar. Those are three of my top five favorite rappers. He brought me Snoop Dogg. He brought me Michelle Lay. I mean, that's all Dr. Dre. Um, he extended Mary J. Blige's career. That's Dr. Dre. And I say that to say this. Without Easy e there is no Dr. Dre. So I'm not, I, I, Easy e is, is, is he, he's on that level of Dr. Dre. And I'm getting, I'm seeing in interviews how Easy e ain't getting the respect that he deserves in this hip-hop game. Easy e is one of the few, few, um, non-rappers that made it, you know, like when you grew up in the 80s, you didn't know that I, you know, Easy e would, you know, had his rhymes written for him. You wouldn't have known that. You didn't know Ice Cube and MC Ren was writing for him and D.O.C. You wouldn't have known. You didn't know that in the 80s. We look at him as just a rapper. So, for people that put Easy e on the top 50 worst rappers list, eat a dick. Eat a dick. That's how much I love Easy e and what he did for me. Easy e man. Let me tell y'all something, man. You gotta admit, even though Dr. Dre, excuse me, not Dr. Dre, but Ice Cube wrote his lyrics, you know, Ice Cube was a lyricist. And that's why I love hip-hop. I love the lyrics system hip-hop. That's my favorite part of hip-hop. But when you talk, but the best part of the song for N.W.A. is when Eazy-E is rapping. Like Eazy-E is the most hype part of the song. It's Eazy-E. And what made Eazy-E great is, like I said, we all know he wasn't writing his own rhymes, but he owned it, and it made it sound like he, you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying, it sounded like he was writing his own rhymes, even though he wasn't, and that, that's hard to do, a lot of y'all want to compare that to Drake, a lot of y'all don't think Drake writes his own rhyme, man, listen, I don't know, I know what Drake raps about, because I'm a Drake, I'm a Drake fanatic, I'm a Drake super fan, and I don't know how much he writes of his double or how much he doesn't. All I know is when it comes to the music, his music is fire. That's all I know. Now, I do see the side of it when people say, well, listen, man, if somebody's writing your rhymes for you, are you really a rapper? And that's a fair point. That's a very fair point, are you? But that's not what this podcast is about, to talk about who's a rapper and who ain't. But Easy e as y'all know, he funded N.W.A. with the drug money, you know, you know, in Compton and everything. And what made, and y'all, y'all seen the movie, 
that's exactly how it happened when he you know uh i threw out a song for this east coast group they didn't like it they said there was too much cussing in it so they pretty much walked out and dre said hey easy why don't you do it that really happened that's exactly how that situation happened and you get a classic boys in the hood classic now i tell you what even though mc ren and ice cubes can write and can rap and they're both lyricists that song wouldn't have came out the same without easy e doing it it wouldn't have came out the same and so for anybody to put easy e on a worst rapper list of anything you don't know anything about hip-hop there's a reason why easy e came out with a solo album first There's something about Easy that made him charismatic and his voice that made it, you know, it has got you hyped when you listen to it. And in retrospect, if you want to, Easy E put West Coast rap on the map. People really weren't listening to West Coast rap until NWA came out. Sorry, y'all. I had to eat a cookie real quick. So, this, this level of disrespect of Easy e that needs to stop. It doesn't matter if it wasn't right in its own right. It's about impact. We all love Machiavelli. We all love Biggie. Because of what? Their impact. Biggie only had two albums. And... He's my favorite rapper of all time. It's Biggie Smalls. But he only had two albums. Why? Because those are the two most impactful albums in hip-hop history. Machiavelli only been rapping for like six years. But his impact, those six years, he wrote some of the most impactful songs in hip-hop history. That is Easy E. Here's the thing. I praise Easy because he gave me Dr. Dre. I praise Easy because he used to entertain me as a teenager growing up, even though I should have been listening to a lot of the lyrics. Um, as a teenager, but I did, and I'm just glad that I I witnessed this part of history of of the world. I, I guess I could say my life is better because I had a chance to listen to Easy E and Easy E. He, you know, there's not going to be an other. See, let me guys, let me explain this to y'all. People that don't listen to hip hop, um, people like Easy E, Tupac. You see why when they go to Coachella, they have to make um, holograms. 
Because you're never going to see artists like these guys again. You're never going to see another Biggie. You're never going to see another Nipsey. You're never going to see another Tupac. You're never going to see another Easy e Um, If you listen to my podcast, when I talk about icons the way I do and legends. See, in the 80s, we had no idea. what The internet was out in the 80s, but only the government had it, you know. Or I guess really, really rich people. I, I, I don't know, but I know that it wasn't in, in the market the way it is now in the 80s. I had no idea what the internet was in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s. I had no idea. But what, what I will say, though, is... I think for the entertainment, ah, God, I can't even talk. But I think for the entertainment aspect, as far as life, that's what's killed the internet. The internet killed that part. The internet tells you who signed the contract, who's going to be in the movie. See, you didn't know any of this stuff in the 80s. And it kind of killed the suspense, or it kind of destroyed the entertainment world as we know it. Because the internet tells everything. Somebody's, somebody's always leaking something. And we find out. And if something, you know, I think growing up for us as kids that, you know, we, we didn't have to worry about that. When somebody did a song and we were surprised that these two artists were, you know, were seeing a song or doing a song together, we were surprised to see them together because we didn't know about it. Now we know about everything. And it's, it's, it just kind of took the fun, I think, out of entertainment, you know. Um, we didn't know how much actors uh, uh, and rap artists and how much they got paid. We didn't know any of that stuff. But all we cared about was the entertainment factor of us growing up in the 80s and the 90s. And that's how it should be. What a person makes for a movie, technically... It's none of our business. For an album, it's none of our business. The only thing we should know is if they're entertaining us or not. Um, and that aspect of life has been lost. Kind of wish we can get it back, but I know it, we won't. But um, I'm just saying, Easy e you, you didn't know he wasn't writing his own rap. You just know he was a rapper. And um, all the way to his death, I wish that I would have have enjoyed having him more. Um, I hated the beef between him and Dr. Dre, because you know I'm a Dr. Dre fanatic. Um, I hated to see two friends go at it, because you know. No one likes to see two friends fight. You know? No one likes to see that. No matter what the situation is, nobody likes to see two friends fight. But, um... It just makes you sad that... That you know... That, you know... You're never going to get a um, another real NWA album. 
when they went on tour in the early 2000s, they were talking about making Snoop Dogg like the fourth member of NWA. Um, but he said himself, man, like I can't replace Easy. And he's right, no one can. Like no one can replace a Snoop Dogg. I wish Easy uh wasn't such a thrill seeker, but not ever using condoms and everything. And the way he went out, um really sad it's really sad it's really sad the way a lot of our icons die next year I, I gotta do a two hour podcast about uh about Kobe you know I don't even know how I'm gonna get to those two hours but uh I have a lot, uh, two hours on the long enough for me to talk about Kobe. If y'all know me, you know, Laker fan that I am. So, um, like I said, it's hard for our, the way a lot of our icons die. A lot of them die way too soon. Um, they die the wrong way. And Easy's one of them. Um, That part of Strata Compton when Easy, I mean, he did a really good job playing Easy about how he was sick in the hospital. Um, I get emotional every time I see it because, man, I just, uh, at the time, you know, I was, I was in high school when he died. And all I could see was a great entertainer dying. That's how I looked at it. A great entertainer dying. Um, but I didn't know I was losing the icon, though. And I know it's still haunts Stray. about the beef they had right before he died. I, I know it still haunts them. Because they're 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 really good friends and um that would haunt me. But if you look at it and you think about it, icons don't live very long lives. Think about it. Michael Jackson, the greatest entertainer of all time. Whitney Houston, the queen of pop. Um, Nipsey Hussle. Tupac, Biggie, Eazy-E, 
Prodigy. Like if you're an icon, I mean I don't know if Prodigy's an icon. I would call him an icon because Mob Deep they're, they're one of the coldest uh, rap groups ever I ever heard. But um, in the case of Easy E, man, like his impact was so big in such a short time. just now you get older you get sadder because you didn't watch I mean you was watching an icon and when you're in that time period you don't know you're watching an icon you just watch you think you're just watching the celebrity slash entertainer and um You kind of wish uh, you would have enjoyed it more, knowing that it was going to be so short. And um, you know, I'm going to, we're going to forever remember Easy E, man. Um, just think. Um, From the interviews I'm watching, I'm hearing a lot of people say his name, but they're not giving him the respect that he deserves, though, man. I mean, he brought my one of my favorite rap groups, Bone Thugs and Harmony. And I love Bone Thugs and Harmony, though. I mean, I mean, they were the soundtrack to my '90s with Bone Thugs and Harmony, man, and. Easy E did that. If you look at the uh, the NWA tree, okay, I'm just gonna name a few because there's a lot more. But the tree that comes from NWA, from Ice Cube, Dub C, Mac Ten, right? Easy E, you have Bone Thugs and Harmony. JJ Fad. Dr. Dre, you got Eminem, The Game, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick. Listen to all the people I just named. Some of these guys are iconic or on, or on their way to being iconic. Kendrick's on his way. But Kendrick's the truth, boy. He's the truth. But you don't get all that without easy funding NWA. They just named the street in Compton after easy. Well deserved, man. Well deserved. Let me tell you how much respect Easy has. I'm sorry, I get a little emotional when I talk about these fallen icons, man. But Easy got so much respect in Compton 
that they buried him in a blood hood. Okay, because we gotta remember, E.D. was a crip, and when they were at the uh, the cemetery, the bloods in that neighborhood said, "We gonna make sure nothing happens." Ain't nothing going down while this man's being buried. That's respect. Well, it probably was a pyro hood. But yeah, they say ain't nothing going down. Nothing. Not from no other hood or anybody else. There's nothing going down while this man's getting buried. And nothing went down. And even anything about the game banging in, in Compton in Los Angeles, stuff goes down to funerals. And they let it be known, ain't nothing going down. We ain't gonna do nothing, ain't nobody else gonna do nothing. That's respect right there, man. And sometimes, We need to appreciate greatness, no matter what form it's in, whether it's activism, whether it's entertainment, whether it's in sports. We need to appreciate great greatness while it's here because we don't know how long we're going to have it. We just don't know. People like Easy E. Like I said, I just like this. There's some people that are just once in a lifetime. Now I know you probably say that about anybody because we're all our own people. But but. Us as people, we need to just do better and appreciate greatness while still here. But the sad part of easy passing and him being buried was the only NWA member that was there was MC Yellow. I repeat, the only NWA member that was there was MC Yellow. He's the only one that was there. I know life happens, but uh, that's inexcusable how the rest of the members cannot be there. You have to find a way to be there for somebody like Easy. Now, here is the downside. Or well, a lot of y'all want to attack me for about Easy E. Him siding with Jerry Heller. Okay. Let me try let me let me um let me let me explain what Jerry Heller actually did for Easy E. Okay.
okay, and NWA. See, in the movie, it makes it look like Jerry Hiller was just acting like to be their friend and he was robbing them. That's not the case. Remember that there's a part in the movie where Easy E's talking to Dr. Dre. And he said, the reason why you have a house or the reason why you're rich in the house you live is because of Jerry Heller. And what he was saying is true. Jerry Heller. Without Jerry Heller, you get no NWA. Without, uh, without Jerry Heller, you never hear of Dr. Dre, Easy e MC Wren, and so on and so on. You, you never, you never hear of them. Jerry Heller, because didn't what nobody, what, first of all, they're called niggas with attitudes. Just by their name. Wasn't nobody going to sign them. Nobody. What they were rapping about. Wasn't nobody going to sign them. Jerry Heller. Jerry Heller. Before his time. Said. This is going to be. Some of the greatest music. In um. In the world, this is, this is going to be the music that's going to change music forever, and it did. The first person ear that heard that was Jerry Heller. So, it's really hard for Easy E to part ways with a Jewish guy that that pretty much put his career on the line. To uh, get to get easy, you know where, where they were, NWA where they were, because without Jerry, I'm telling you that right now, wasn't nobody going to sign them. But finally, they got a, they got they got signed by Party Records. That's all Jerry Heller's doing. Trust me on this, y'all. Especially in the '80s, if you don't know, in the '80s, the music what the NWA was rapping about, nobody would have signed them. Not Def Jam, not nobody. Jerry Heller. Was the only person that had the vision and said, you know what? This music is going to change the world. And it did. So. I asked you. Because, you know. Now these days, loyalty means nothing. But back in the day, even before my time, loyalty means everything. So, what did y'all expect? When this, this man, Easy e he takes Easy e Makes him a multi-millionaire. A multi-millionaire. I don't have to worry about, worry about money for getting for the rest of my life. Think about that for a second. I don't have to worry about money again for the rest of my life. Or my kids. Or anything. Right? And I have Ice Cube... Saying I'm not, he's not getting paid right. Got Dre talking about he, yeah, he leaves. You know, he's talking about he's not getting paid right. Okay, fine, y'all leave. 
But I got to keep Jerry Heller here. Because I'm a multi-millionaire now. See, here's the thing that, 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 that makes people laugh when they see that movie. 99% of y'all would do the exact same thing Easy did. I'm going to repeat this. 99% of y'all would do the exact same thing Easy did. How do you turn your back on someone? Granted, you're hearing rumors and everything else, but how do you turn your back on somebody who actually changed your life for the better? I don't have to sell drugs no more. I ain't on the streets no more. I ain't got the gangbang no more. I ain't got to do any of that. I'm multi-millionaires and my, my record, Ruthless Records is making millions upon millions monthly. And it's because this Jewish guy took a shot on this black guy from the hood. What do y'all expect? Dre, I know we're friends. We're best friends. But this, you are part of me, but this man took a shot on me and, and now, now I'm living the life that only people dream of. Y'all want me to get rid of him? Yes. Yes. Because of Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's probably the engine behind him. But because of, like I said, this Jewish guy took a shot. Because, listen man. NWA, from, from the sources I've heard. They weren't even expecting their movie using their movie, their music to even leave the hood. They were just trying to be famous in Los Angeles. They, nobody knew they were going to go worldwide. They went worldwide because Jerry Heller took a shot. And what people don't understand is without Jerry Heller, I'm not making this podcast. I'll give you an example. Let's just say we're in a drug game. I just, I'm just, I mean, it's the only best example I can give you. Sorry if you think it's negative, but it's the best example I can give y'all, okay? Let's say I'm in a drug game. And I buy from this guy. He's been fair. Always has what I need. He fronted me sometimes. You know, he's just, he helped me get started. And hypothetically, I become bigger than he is, okay? Right? Now, let's say somebody else that's just like him comes into town. And this stuff's a little cheaper. Stuff's a little cheaper. Maybe his product might even be better. 
Who do you go with? The guy on the left is saying, hey, I'll give you a better deal. My stuff's better than where you're getting it from. What's up, homie? What you trying to do? You know, I'm going to let you know. But the guy on your right, hey, man, you want to stay with me? You're, you're big because of me. The reason why you are the way you are is because what I've been doing, you know, what I've been doing to you for all these years. Are you really going to leave me to go with somebody else? What you gonna do? On the one half is cheaper and better. The other half is the reason why you are who you are is because of what they what they done for you. Well, see, loyal. If you're loyal, you'll tell the homie on on the left, like, nah, dog. You know what I'm saying? I've been fuck with this dude for a long time. I'm gonna keep messing with this dude. You know what I'm saying, man? I appreciate the offer, man, but, you know, this is my homie, he, you know, he got me to where I'm at. That's the right thing to do. That's how you look at Jerry Heller and Easy e That's how you look at it. You don't, you don't, that movie will, will have you looking at it like, damn, Jerry Heller was robbing him. Nah, well, in the case, like I said. You see that part when he had... All the record labels come to see them perform, and I then walked out. That's what they were doing to the NWA. Niggas with attitudes, just the name. They wanted no parts of it. So, of course, I understand why Easy E was loyal to Jerry Heller. He was loyal to a fault because we never got that 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 third NWA album. And I say all that to say this, man. Easy es legacy is a very not. It's not just important to the West Coast. It's important to hip hop. It's important to hip hop. There are there are so many factors to get hip-hop to where it is now the, the, the evolution of hip-hop to where it is now without easy e you don't get that hard gangster shit that i like to listen to on a daily basis thanks to easy e i need to have cuss words derogatory statements towards women <laughs> Uh, uh, weed smoking, and so on and so on. Stuff that's considered negative in the United States. Hey, I'm a negative guy. I like negative music, I guess, according y'all. But I digress. Um, I wanted to make a podcast about Easy E, man. Like I said, man, his contribution to hip hop, not just the West Coast, hip hop, is big. It's huge, and it gets overlooked too much. Cause if you if, if you want to the historians of people they, they act like hip hop went from Run DMC to all them guys on the East Coast all the way to Pac and Biggie that's that no no that's not how it works that's not how it works there is a a coast in the United States that took on hip hop and they had they raised the level they have raised the level you see 
that's how this is a for a different podcast. That's how the whole West Coast, East Coast beef started. And I don't care what people say. I mean, they can hate all they want to. The West Coast was doing it a little bit better. Okay, okay, okay. I, I okay. Let me say this. Okay, lyrically, I got you another cookie. Forgive me. Lyrically, the East Coast was better. Okay. Lyrically. But the East Coast forgot that it's about music. The West Coast made better music. The West Coast made the rap you could dance to, party to, everything else. Low ride to. Make your car bounce to. That's what the West Coast did. And the West Coast is kind of like Beside, outside the weather, okay, the West Coast is, is pretty much the same all the way from the West Coast to, to the Mississippi River. Like the hoods are different and everything else, you know what I'm saying? Like from Midwest to the West Coast is similar, but it's different. If y'all know what I'm saying, if when it comes to neighborhoods and stuff like that. That's why you have a lot of gangs that are from the West Coast in the Midwest. So, yeah. And what happens is, the West Coast, their music is more universal than it is on the East Coast. Way more universal. So, the, that's why the West Coast was selling a lot more than the artists on the East Coast. Until Biggie came along. When Biggie came along, got a little bit more balanced or whatever. But like I said, that's another podcast. So what I'm saying is, without Easy E, the West Coast doesn't rise the way it does. Now, let me think of some West Coast rappers. You have Spice One. You have Richie Rich. You have Ice T. Easy. I'm talking about in the 80s. That was big. Tupac. Um. I know I'm forgetting some. Oh, Silly Sale. Drew down. Domino. You, you had a lot of people in the West Coast, man. Kind of doing their thing. And the one thing that... Okay. If, if you know anything about hip-hop... You, very few people can go bar for bar with the East Coast. Very, I mean, very any 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 reason in the world. The South, the South got some lyricists. Um, I mean, every East region has some lyricists, okay? But very few regions can go bar for bar with the with the East Coast. Trust me, very few. But if you want to party. 
You either got to go to the south or the west coast. So, I wanted to do this for, I mean, I had to do this for, you know, for easy, man. To, to say, hey, easy, man. Which if, I, if I could actually talk to easy, I was like, man, thank you, dog. Like, thank you for giving me Dr. Dre. Thank you for the music, man. Thank you for having the vision. Um, and I would thank Jerry Heller. Uh, a lot of people hate him in hip hop because of it, you know, because of his reputation. I would thank Jerry Heller for him, you know, for him seeing through all the bullshit to let him know that like, these guys are going to be big stars. And his contribution uh, is, is very understated. Very understated. So I give. I, I want to say thank him, Easy and Jerry Heller, for doing what you did. Easy, you were gone too long. You too. You know, you weren't here long enough. We miss you. We're always going to miss you. You're. You're to the west coast to what is Cool Herc is to the east. And I want to thank you for being born, man. And it was an honor. To listen to you <clears throat> listen to you while you were here and um, there's never going to be another one and I hope Dr. Dre took from this lesson is you know I got to I got to not let business mixed with personal because business hurt that relationship between him and easy and um um like i said earlier in the podcast i really, I really know it haunts him man. i know it haunts him i know he wish he could just take that back and just hey man hey eric Andre Young and Eric Wright would just talk to me like, yo, man, let's work this out. Because Dr. Dre and Easy E had the problem. But Andre Young and Eric Wright, I believe, if they got into a room, they could talk. But it was just like Tamika said. And a lot of people hate her, you know, Easy E's wife. But uh, a lot of people, but Tamika Wright said she thinks Easy E and Dr. Dre probably could have had a, a a a conversation, but there was just so many people in the middle, like Suge Knight and everywhere else, where it, it just wasn't possible, you know, because controversy sells. And a lot of people like to keep controversy going because it sells. So. So basically, I want to give my flowers, even though he's gone, to Easy E, because he brought the greatest thing in my life musically to Dr. Dre. I think Dr. Dre is the best person in music of any genre. Of any genre, I think it's Dr. Dre. So I wanted to make this podcast. To say rest in peace easy 
I still rock you, dog. I'm never going to stop rocking you. And NWA, so I'm going to be a nigga for life. Yeah, I, I feel that song because I agree with it. I'm going to be one for life. And, uh, thank you for making us niggas feel good, for lack of a better term. Thank you, Easy. Um,. I guess we're in the podcast on that. We'll just thank you, Easy. Be good to yourself. Be better to each other. Rest in peace, Eric Wright. I'm out. But you should. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, Dre. What's up? Give me a funky ass baseline.